On this episode of Philly vs. the World, we are joined by a very special guest, Newsday's NFL Picks columnist, Joe Maniello. If you need some guidance betting on NFL games, follow Joe on Twitter at Joe underscore Maniello. Back page copywriter and Pickums expert, Joe Maniello. Joe, how you doing today? Doing great, guys. How are you? Good, good. Good. Thank you for thank you for taking your time to come on our podcast. Sure. I know I know you um, you're a fan, a friend of the station, coming on every Thursday to do a pick 'em segment with myself and Mark and Sam. So we we thank you to take time out and come on the podcast with us. We've been really trying to get you on for a while and, and work it in, and this, we think this is a perfect week to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, half, halfway point of the NFL season, perfect week. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great time to do it, and finally, it's good to finally talk to you through the phone and not just Twitter, Joe. Yeah, not just have online beefs <laughs> with the, the headline guy. But uh, all right, let's get started. Yeah, first. let's get let's get let's get right to it, Joe. We want to ask you. So far, we're we're a little bit perfect at the halfway point of the season. What teams so far, or what things have been surprising you the most with around the NFL? And what are the things that have kind of just been the biggest, you know? Head scratcher and kind of just the biggest disappointment so far, whether it's a player, team, something like that. What do you think so far? Well, I think it's a good question. I think it's uh, all about two teams. Uh, one team's the 49ers, eight and zero. I thought they were going to be a you know seven win team. Hard to really put a number on them because of the whole Jimmy G. You never know if he's hurt or not. And I, I like Kyle Shanahan a lot, but I wasn't expecting his defense to be this great. So I think they're a huge surprise. And uh, as far as the biggest disappointment, it has to be my. Uh, Super Bowl preseason pick, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I bought into the hype. I, big Baker Mayfield fan. I thought Beckham and Landry would have big years. I like Nick Chubb a lot. But the defense is great. But uh, I guess I forgot that they're the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they <laughs> they just they just lost so many lost so many games. They could have won that Seattle game. They should have won that game. I can't believe they lost to yeah. Denver. But uh, yeah, they've been the biggest disappointment. I mean, the Jets obviously. Adam Gase can't yeah. believe he still has a job. Uh, a lot of a lot of disappointments, but also a lot of surprises. You know. Uh, Kyler Murray has played well. Top pick. Arizona Cardinals yeah. haven't played that bad. Uh, lots of good teams. You know, the Saints. I thought the Saints would have a down year after the last two years of heartbreak, but uh, obviously I was wrong about that too. I mean, they've been great. It's a five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater, and they look like they're on a collision course with the Saints, uh, with the Forty ers They actually play Week Fourteen, so that should be a great game. Yeah, that, that, yeah I'm looking forward my, to that one. So those are my biggest uh, surprises and you know disappointments. That that leads us right to perfectly because. Because John really wanted to ask you questions about the Cleveland Browns. He was not going to let you live that pick down. <laughs> that was the one thing. He'd been talking about this for two weeks. I got to ask Joe about the gotta Browns. Got to ask Joe about the Browns. You know, Joe, you, over over the summer, you and I uh, got into a debate about the Browns. And uh, I was just not buying into them. And for for even our friend Connor Sherwood, who you're familiar with, he he wasn't buying into them either. But it seemed like you were so sold on Baker Mayfield. Like you said earlier, you're such a big fan of him and uh, of what the Browns brought in this offseason. But what do you think they should do during the this upcoming offseason? Should they go with the new coach, or what changes would you like to see? Well, um, just to, let's talk about the pick real fast. I mean, to me, preseason picks are like, it's the time to be bold. You know, anyone can say, oh, Patriots, Saints, or, you know, Patriots, Rams. I mean, to me, it's about being bold and trying to find the team. So I, I took the Cowboys and the Browns, and I knew the Browns pick was definitely risky because – this could happen, and it did happen. But mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the off season. I'm, I'm always, uh, you know, hyper, big time hyperbole, and always like overvaluing teams. But uh, I thought Mayfield, and I mean, the reason he played so well last year was because of Kitchens. I mean, the offensive coordinator. So I thought yeah. it would carry over. But Kitchens way over, way you know, in way over his head. And uh, if it keeps up, you got to get rid of him. I mean, 
doesn't matter if Mayfield likes him a lot. You gotta you gotta find a new coach. Yeah, I, but, I, th- uh, I think it's time for them to find a new coach as well. I think one year is just enough of this guy. I don't think you should waste what's going on in Cleveland. I mean, we I think there's rumors already that Odell wants to get traded at the end of the season. I would say that's media. That's media thing. Everybody, the media just goes for Odell's True. throat every they time do. there's yeah. trouble in his organization. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, fire him yet. I mean, they're two and six. They're definitely underachieved, but I think they're going to win this week and beat Buffalo at home, and they have a favorable schedule. Then they play the Steelers Thursday night. So, yeah. if they win this week, and if they win two times in four and a half days, they're four and six, and all of a sudden, oh, here come the Browns. They're going to be a wild card team. <laughs> That's true. Change, so. But the easy I mean, part of the schedule first, already Browns, started, right? Like, they yeah, were they supposed to be the, on the road. Yeah, very bad performance. Uh, they had to settle for, like, four short field goals, so yeah, they haven't been impressive, obviously. So it's a bad pick, but you know, I'm still holding out some hope that they make a run. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I, I'd like to see them. I, I wish the Browns w- would do well. They're, they deserve the fan bases. I mean, Drew, our friend Drew here, he's from the Cleveland area. Yeah, and he's got a lot of Browns friends. But know, and and they, they just... they've been barking and dog checking <laughs> less and less every single week. Man, they've they've just been spirited down. It, it's that? rough. Oh, Drew, you're from Cleveland, Drew. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually oh, yeah, from. Cool. I grew up in about an hour outside of Cleveland. So yeah, a lot of Northern Ohio sports fans. I'm I'm friends with. So I, I stay tuned gotcha. in around there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about the preseason picks is that you know, sometimes you fall in love with an idea, in like you know August, and then like you just can't get off it because you're like, oh, what if what if it does come through, and then I change my mind. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like I kind of like told you know talked myself into that pick and. Same with me, year. though. I think with all of yeah. us, we all fall in love with an idea. I mean, I had the Jets and the, and the Falcons in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the those are not too. looking good at all. Yeah, yeah me too. Exactly. <laughs> but I, actually, I wanted to, to segue into the, the kind of the picks part of all this. Joe, you, you've been known, especially through the first, I'd say, six, seven weeks of the season, to kind of being a Nostradamus when it comes to your picks and like the spreads and the money lines, of course. I wanted to ask you personally, uh, outside of football, just just on like an NFL basis, what's what's the best strategy you think to make like a master parlay to save my bank account? Like I've already dropped the first four <laughs> games of the day, and I need to like collect a six teamer out of the four thirty and like the night game and Monday night game. Like, what's the best strategy that I can use to to get that parlay and save myself on Sunday? Well, my father would say, "Don't don't bet at all." That's the best strategy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I used to, I used to bet a lot, but I, I only do like you know a couple of weekly pulls now and a few bets here and there. Last week I had the over in the Lions Raiders game. I love that bet, so I just took a shot with it. And I got semi lucky at the end. They went over on the last touchdown. Yeah. Uh, as far as trying to hit it big, I mean, it all depends how much money you have, obviously. But you don't want to. To me, sixteen parlays are almost impossible. Uh, and even yeah. if they are, like usually it's heartbreaking. I saw one a few weeks ago. A guy had a. Like an 18 parlay, and he was going to win like 58, 58 grand, I think it was, yeah, or 40 grand. And the, the game, the game that cost him was the Chargers not scoring on the goal line against the Titans. That's the only game he needed at four o'clock. Oh, and he that Melvin Gordon so fumble. So, yeah, so it's just like it's just it's almost like impossible to win those things. My 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 best advice would be just to pick one or two games and put as much as you can on one game, and then carry it over into the next game, and so on and so on. Okay. I wouldn't, you know, try to do 14. I wouldn't try to do too many parlays because it's hard to hit just one game, let alone four at the same time. And also teasers are tempting, but you know they're called teasers for a reason. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, it won't, like for example, if you had the, if you had the Packers last week, which is my best bet, if you if you tease that down to like Packers plus three or whatever, sorry, you would have thought you would have thought that was a lock, right? So mm-hmm. Packers plus three, and they lost by fifteen. So my, my my advice would be, you know, just pick one or two games and try not to get too cute. I hit a seventeen parlay last year with my dad. Really? What? Yeah, at the la- it was the last week of the NFL season. 
And we, we, the last game we needed, it was all 4 o'clock games because we lost. We did a 1 o'clock bet and we lost. And we did all 4 o'clock games. And the last game we needed was the Colts to win against the Titans where it was they win and they were in the last week of the season. Oh, yeah. That was my best bet last year. Yeah, they yeah. won. Uh, they crushed you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. But week 17 is actually, it's actually a good week because you've, a lot of teams aren't playing for anything. So you kind of have a feel for who's going to actually try to play and who's not. That's great. 17 yeah. as well. That's yeah. great. All right, Joe. We know you only got a couple more minutes left, so let's let's give the fans your expert opinions. We're gonna do where we go around, and all of us are going to pick our four best bets for this weekend in the NFL, or four best bets. If you were to make a bet, a parlay card, whatever, your four best bets this week in the NFL. Joe, we'll start with you. And we're just doing spreads, or we're doing over unders too, or just spreads. Whatever you want to do, we could do spreads and over unders too. No, let's just let's, let's just do spreads, right? Spreads, yeah. You're the spreads expert. Let's go. <laughs> I was actually having a great year. I was 53, 5'3", and 38-1. and one. I was off oh, my best nice. start. And then Mark uh, put a devil emoji on Twitter uh-huh. for my picks. And I've been like 13-31 and 31 the last three weeks. Yeah, Mark, Mark D. <laughs> Giovanni completely mushed Joe. Like, he put a really? devil's emoji. And ever since then, Joe's trending down and my picks are trending up. Oh, my God. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm doing an investigative reporting to see if Mark is related to that guy from, Bronx, <laughs> from a Bronx tale. Oh, oh my God! I wouldn't put it past. Come Mark. on, Chris tonight. Come on, Chris tonight. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't pat, put it past Mark. I don't know. He's That's like, funny. He's like. A, he's the first Italian I ever met. That sounds like he's from like Tennessee. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So are we doing one pick at a time? Or yeah. One, one, one pick at a time. All right. So most, my most confident pick. If you've been reading my column, you know I'm all in on this team. The 49ers at home Monday night minus six and a half. The line is not high enough. Uh, defense ten days rest. Ooh. Russell Wilson has not faced a defense like this. Really? Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson's amazing. I'm um, MVP so far. Tyler Lockett, uh, they have some good offensive players. But uh, the offensive line's overmatched. He's going to be on the run all night. He's not going to be able to do what he's done all year. Um, also, the Seahawks defense stinks. Uh, I think the 49ers, Garoppolo has a big game, the running game. They're getting back both of their tackles, Staley and uh, Guczynski, whatever his name is, and the, quarter, and the fullback, too. So I think the Niners win big. I think the Niners win by two touchdowns. So wow. Niners minus Ooh. two touchdowns. Wow. By two touchdowns. <clears throat> My top one, Joe, I know you said you were all in on the Browns this week. My best bet is I love the Bills plus three. No, I am over. No, 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 no. I, I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> over the Browns. Last week, I was high on them. Oh, they were in Colorado. I was really high on the Browns playing the Broncos, and they let me down. If they can't beat a third-string quarterback in Brandon Allen, they're not going to beat Josh Allen. I love the Bills this week, plus three. I love them. I love them. This is Chris. That's Chris, right? Yeah, yeah. that's Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, of course it's, it's Chris. I think it's a sucker <laughs> third, buddy. The Bills it's all right. That's three. why I'm trending up. I'm that's trending a up. trap game. That's a trap up. game. Yeah, that all right, trap. all right, Chris. My number one bet of the week, this is this is easy money. This is cake. Is the Bengals plus 10. AJ, AJ Green is coming I back. Agree. He will return like for this it. game. He didn't wow. practice though today. He's he, didn't been, practice. he didn't practice, but they expect him to be in this game most likely. I think they're going to have him walk through, not practice as much, but he's hungry. He's looking for that mega deal. I see him. I think the over is going to hit in this game, too. The Ravens are going to be very comfortable coming off that big win versus Love New England. Pick. Great pick. Great pick. So I would take Cincy plus 10. All right. Down theory. Definitely, yeah. Great pick. Yeah, that, that's bold, Drew. I like that. But I'm going to take the Lions plus three or plus two and a half. I just don't think the Bears are that good of a team anymore. I think the rest of the team is just – craft a bed on Mitchell Trubisky. They're just everyone is out on him. And I think Matt Nagy, that locker room is just not behind him currently. And then the GM Ryan Pace, he has to come down there and just get some faith, put some faith 
in that locker room and uh, tell them we got to get Cam Newton in here next year. Don't worry, boys. Uh, we'll be Cam to the Bears, baby. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions plus two and a half against the Bears. All right. All right, Joe, second best bet you got this weekend. <clears throat> All right, second best bet. I actually bet on this one, too. Uh, Cardinals plus four and a half at Tampa Bay. Arizona um, t- also 10 days rest like San Fran. Nice little offense. Murray is going to get the – Tampa Bay pass defense, a lot of trouble. They uh, can't stop the pass. They're not going to be able to stop him in the pocket. The Cardinals can even win this game. So getting four and a half, I don't, I don't care. That, but it's Bruce Arians, former team. I don't think that matters at all. I think he wishes he had Murray instead of Winston. So I'll, I'll take the Cardinals plus four and a half, and they might even win the game. Joe, that was actually going to be my third best bet. But I'm going to say it now. That way I don't have to repeat myself. I love the Cardinals plus four and a half. I think you're absolutely right. The Buccaneers, sure, they almost beat Seattle, but they're not a good team. Kyler Murray is going to carve up this Buccaneers Buccaneers defense. And I really think, Joe, you're right. I think Arizona can win this game outright. So I feel very comfortable taking them with the four and a half points. Buccaneers have not impressed me to prove that they could beat the Cardinals by four and a half points or beat the Cardinals at all for that matter. True? Hmm. Now this one's tough. This one's really tough, but I had to do it because me and Joe had a little had a little argument on Twitter about it earlier in the year about the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm taking Tennessee plus uh, three and a half against uh, the Chiefs. Are you, are you the guy who said Mahomes isn't going to be a star? Yep, he said Mahomes is oh a product God. of all of his weapons. I mean, oh my gosh, <laughs> Matt Moore's been looking all right. But I oh, think Matt yeah. Moore will throw two picks in this game against Tennessee. He's healthy? Oh, Mahomes never mind then. That's not my Why is the line three three and a half? Because Tennessee's at home. You get extra you get six points. Why is it six and a half? It should be like eight. Too many points. That's too many points. You can't do that in the roof. Tennessee, right. don't forget, they beat they beat New England last year at home by twenty four. Yeah. So it's hard to hard to lay that many points in a, a home team. All right. Then my my backup will be my team, the Dallas Cowboys, versus the Minnesota Vikings at minus two and a half. I honestly think the defense is really going to step up for this game. I think that they're going to force a few turnovers versus Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's getting to this point in the year where they usually get where they get a little shaky against better teams. They get confidence, they build it up, and then they, they end up falling, f- kind of flailing down the stretch in this wild card race. I think that's going to be one of these games for Minnesota. Dallas is going to win this one by like 10 plus. Yeah, wow. I agree. Okay. I'm going to go with... Last primetime game in Oakland where the Chargers are favored by one point. I'm going to take the Raiders plus wow. one. Ooh, that's a, that's a bold that's a bold move, Cotton. It's bold. It's bold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, Joe. I agree, I agree with that pick. I mean, I think the line's off. It's over overreaction to the Packers game. I think the Raiders should be favored by two, two or three points. So I think that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But it should I'm be close. The Chargers are yeah. a second-half team, so it should be close. True. But I, oh, I'm never going to bet with the Chargers yeah, ever again. Yeah, John will never bet with the Chargers again. <laughs> All right, Joe, your third best bet of this weekend. Well, Drew just mentioned both of them. Uh, it's Chiefs It's Chiefs or Cowboys, so uh, I'm not going to pick the Chiefs only because you don't know for sure if Mahomes is playing. But if he's playing, uh, even if he's not playing, I think they'll cover because they, uh, they lost Malcolm Butler. But I'll go with the Steelers. Uh, Steelers plus three and a half at home against the Rams. Yeah, that's a good one. This line... This line's off, too. It should be a little bit lower. The Rams, everyone thinks they're back on track just because they beat the, the Falcons and the Bengals. 1-7 and 0-8. And oh and now they're on a bye. All of a sudden, they're uh, NFC champs again. No way. Wow. Uh, Steelers' defense shows up at home. It's going to be a tough game. And I like the Steelers to, uh, I think it'll be a close game, like 23-20, 20-17. I think uh, Steelers have 29 sacks, 11 INTs, and 10 forced fumbles. 
Ooh. people get after Jared Goff and uh, keep it close. So uh, Steelers plus three and a half at home. I like that pick too. I, I know, I know, Drew already, Drew already touched on this game, but I love, I really like the Chiefs this week minus three and a half. Whether Mahomes plays or whether Mahomes doesn't play, I think the, the, the Chiefs can beat Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. If Mahomes plays, this line might move to four, maybe five. So I mean, if you if you could take it now, three and a half, take it. I, I really think the Chiefs. Nice win against the. Good Vikings team, where I thought the Vikings might have won that game. Nice little come-from-behind win and, and closing minutes with a field goal by Harrison Bucker. I really like the Chiefs this week. Mahomes comes back. I think they win by maybe 14 to, to 21 points in this game. Have wow. a little reunion. Show Drew that Mahomes actually can ball out. I'm a little worried about Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I hope they could just sit him out for one more week. Dude, he wanted to play this, He wanted to play last week. I know. They I like, had to like, force him not to. They were like, they like, what I read is they had to like force him not to play. Yeah, I, I understand, but... My next game, I'm going to do Packers minus five and a half. I think, I think they're going to kill the Panthers. It's in Green Bay. The Packers got embarrassed in L.A. last week. I think it's Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur time that they're going to get together and put a game plan together to stop Christian McCaffrey because I think Mike Pettin, the defensive coordinator for the Packers, he's he got embarrassed by that lousy Chargers offense, and I don't think he's going to allow that to happen two weeks in a row. So Packers, I think they win by ten points. Mm-hmm. My third best bet, I'm going to go opposite of Joe here, pick the Monday night game and say, Joe, you say the line should should be higher for San Francisco and Seahawks haven't faced a defense like that. I disagree. The Seahawks have faced both Baltimore and the Saints, took both, both of their losses in those games, but I think this is the turning point for the NFC West where the Seahawks get this divisional win and start to move towards the driver's seat for the divisional leader. So I... I I'm sorry, is true? Hmm? I'm sorry. Is this Drew? Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, this who, is Drew. Who is sorry. Drew. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm okay. taking the Seahawks plus six. I think that they'll be able to to stay put, and I think that they'll put more pressure on Jimmy G than he's seen all season. And I think the Seahawks are just more hungry than everyone than everyone thinks they are. Not not to get too defensive about my pick, uh-huh. but it wasn't that it wasn't that close. It was twenty eight seventeen, and Kyler Murray threw a ridiculous touchdown catch that would would have happened one on hundred plays, and then they had to sweat out you know last minute. But one team that's unfocused True. is I think uh, I think Drew made the made the point earlier. Baltimore. That's a, that's a team that's going to be unfocused because they just had to you know they beat an eight eight and zero team at home, and now they're going on the road against an zero yeah. eight team. That that's an unfocused setup for me. Yeah, no, that, that but, uh, that's guys, a very good point. I, I agree. Monday with that. night, Monday night. I'm actually off from work. I work Mondays, but I'm off. This Monday, and I'm going to be watching the game. I think maybe on tape delay, so I'm going to be watching it, and I'm going to be atting you guys all night. As soon as the clock hits zero, we're going at you. But Joe, Joe, before nothing, seventeen three, twenty four ten. Joe, before we let <laughs> you go, why. before we let you go to work, <laughs> we we got to ask you. Who is going to win this disgusting game of the Battle of the MetLife that's, Stadium? That's my last pick. That's my fourth and final pick. All right, Drew. The, the Jets plus 2.5. The Jets point wow, 2.5. Jets. Oh, my God. I'm going with the Jets on this one God because I think the Jets are actually going to have an opportunity to create turnovers versus the Giants, injury, or turnover-prone team. The Jets might actually take advantage. I see Leonard Williams getting one to two possible fumble recoveries. In that would be terrible. Game. The Giants, Leonard Williams. The Giants, oh, wait, yeah. no, 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 my mistake. No, not Leonard Williams. Quinn no, Williams. Yeah, Williams. my mistake. Quinn Sorry. Williams. That's okay. <laughs> I got what you meant. Transitive property. But, yeah, I'm I'm picking the Jets plus 2.5. Drew, you know something I know? Because the last time I checked, Adam Gates was still the head coach of the Jets. So I would take the Giants minus 2.5 in this game. The Jets couldn't beat the freaking Dolphins. Yeah, but the Jets are home. 
I'm just messing they with you. They are holding. It's going to be, there's be more Jai fans in than there will be Jeff fans. Of course there will be, of course. I just want to be clear. Did you guys all pick the Seahawks, or was the last one just agreeing with someone? No, we all did picked the all, Seahawks. We all picked the Seahawks. That was all one of your picks. Okay, as far as the Giants, just before I go, um, it's an awful game, uh, like you said. I'm picking the Giants. I mean, two nice. and a half. Adam Gase, uh, I just can't pick them. You know, they lose to the winless Dolphins. I mean, it's the NFL, so you know, if they won, I wouldn't be shocked. But how can you pick them after they lost to the Dolphins? The team looks like it wants the season to end. The Giants have lost five straight, but they, they've shown a little more fight. I think maybe uh, Barkley has a big game. And knowing the Jets' luck, I think Leonard Williams has a big play to, to win it for the Giants. <laughs> that would be That would be so New York Jets, New York Jets. Joe, Thank you so much for joining us Thank on you, here. Joe. All right, guys. I'll, I'll, so I'll speak to you tomorrow when we have our pick em, pick em column. Yeah, you already know some of my picks, I'll, but... And I'll, I'll talk to you all Monday night, okay? Yes. Very <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We'll see you then. All right, guys. Thanks Thank a lot. Bye, Thanks. Joe. That was Joe Maniello from Newsday, Bach Page copy editor. Check him out on Twitter. Probably the best puns in the world. Like, no matter what... He's got a pun for something, and he rubs yeah. off on me because now I think about puns all the time. He's a great follow. Yeah, if he you is. Want to see good he pun, is. Sports he, puns. He, he's he's great. Really knows his stuff. Really, really great with sports. Really, just great overall guy. So make sure you mm-hmm. check him out, out on Twitter. Check out his work. Check out his pick'em columns. He publishes them every every Thursday in Newsday and on his Twitter. So yeah, his Twitter is Joe J O E underscore Maniello M A N N I E L L. Oh yeah, uh, that'll be linked in the obviously. And, and you could socials. always and you could always listen to him at uh, one one o'clock from one to one one twenty every Thursday. Oh, on, I didn't know this. on Stadium Talk. Uh, on Stadium Talk on oh, WHIP. That show, that show that show stinks. It's great. It's an overall all out. Just everyone rips on Marky Giovanni. Oh, okay, never mind. It's That's a good show. Great. It's a good it's, show. It's literally just even Joe's getting it on it now. He's ripping on Mark too. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank Joe for joining us. Let's get back into it. We got only one topic today in Philly versus the world because we were jam-packed with the great pick expert and the pun master, Joe Maniello. But John, he's got a hot topic question to ask us today. All right, so if you're the Panthers, right, they just put Cam Newton on IR, effectively ending his season. Kyle Allen, he seems to be the man, the franchise this year. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I, I, I would have put a Cam on IR. I probably would have cut him. Already, but the weird part is, if they continue to win these games, are they just going to put all this money and all this time into Kyle Allen? Is he the future? I don't think he is, and because of that, you're going to be in the middle pack team, and you're not going to have a high enough pick to grab one of the top quarterbacks in the draft next year. So, what do you do? Do you mm-hmm. just lose the rest of the season so you could get a quarterback, or are you just going to win the rest of the season with Kyle Allen? And that he's still a huge question mark for me. Or do you have to just stay with the plan and just trade up for a quarterback? Explain what about him is a question mark to you. Is it his mechanics? Is it his efficiency? Is it how he, he plays? He can't take over a game. It, who? Cam? No, Kyle oh, Allen. Okay. Kyle but, Allen can't uh, take over a game because... Uh, well, we just seen a small on, sample. John, John, four yeah, guys, but, there's only like four guys in the league who can take over a game. I know, but I just don't think that Christian McCaffrey is able to sustain on what he's doing throughout this entire year, beyond this year, too. Because mm-hmm. and especially when he does get paid, because he's in for a huge paycheck. Yeah. And I think the Panthers, for them to be successful, they have to find a franchise quarterback. I don't see Kyle Allen as a franchise quarterback. You Do just, you? You don't. Uh, I mean, he sure has been better than Cam. Yeah, he's been. But that's not, Cam that's not a, saying much. Cam you and you, us three would be better than Cam. But that's what I'm saying is Cam is a declining asset. Kyle Allen is a rising asset. 
you don't go with Cam. So yes, you try to get rid of Cam and move on with Kyle Allen. Just because you have Kyle Allen, maybe you don't trust him as the starter, doesn't mean you completely bail on him immediately. I think McCaffrey, the fact that McCaffrey's there makes it that much easier to move on from Cam because, yes, because I agree. one, you, you, you still have the marketability. McCaffrey is marketable like Cam is marketable in a lot of the same ways. Mm-hmm. And then you also look at it, and I think that how McCaffrey is playing is very sustainable. I think that this is becoming the new age of backs is, is the two-way backs. Sure, they could use you know another receiver that isn't DJ Moore, right? They could use probably a better receiver on the outside, at least to accompany him. But what I see from Carolina's offense is better than what I've seen with them with Cam recently. Like, why wouldn't you... Why wouldn't you roll the dice and say, let's go with Kyle Allen, and if he if he flops, a la Brock Osweiler, hopefully you don't give him Brock Osweiler money, but if he flops, then you, you just start the cycle again of finding a new quarterback. I agree kind of with Drew, because in the sense of if Cam Newton was healthy, you wouldn't have to look for a quarterback, right? You, you, you Looking for a quarterback, that's not, that wasn't really in the Panthers' game plan You know, two years ago. They thought they were set with Cam. Let's not mention... They also got Will Greer, Will Greer. And, I, and I'm pretty sure like you mentioned not, that you yeah. thought Will Greer would be something. So, exactly. So what I'm saying is, if they have Kyle Allen, who in a small sample size, yeah, he's not playing like a an elite quarterback at the Patty Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady level, but he's playing middle-of-the-pack football where, hey, if you get some weapons around him, you blossom that defense a little bit more. They can compete in their division, right? Mm-hmm. So why go all in on a quarterback right away, right? We don't know. If, you don't know if next year you draft Justin Herbert. If the Panthers have the eighth pick, he's going to pan out and be the next franchise quarterback, right? Yeah. Roll, roll with Kyle Allen for one more year. But he's yeah. a free agent, though. Kyle like, Allen, his, his contract ends at the end of the year. Kyle Allen's next. yes. So what do you do? What do you pay him? Uh, pay him? Yeah. You're gonna pay him? You're not, not gonna, you're you're gonna, gonna pay, pay him pennies nothing. on the dollar? No. So, I mean, what? No. He's gonna he's gonna ask for at least ten a no, year. No. No. No way. Yeah. No. He's not no, gonna no. get that anywhere he's else. He's not because this is this is his first. I be this surprised. is his first real go at it in the NFL, right? Yeah, but his agent is just gonna pounce no. on it. Like, look at the way my team. Look at the way my client was controlling your team when he was at the helm. And guess what? Camp. Besides the Panthers, who's gonna spend ten million dollars on Kyle? Exactly. Allen? We don't. We don't know. The, uh, no, the no, Bron- no, The Broncos. They're desperate for a no, quarterback. Listen, the Panthers. Mm-hmm. The Panthers. They won't invest know. in Kyle Allen. The Panthers have enough leverage. They can say, "Look at the Titans. Look at the Bucks. Look at all the teams with the quarterbacks they're about to expire. We're about to have a lot of quarterbacks to choose from. Kyle Allen. We can pick up any bum on the street to throw." screens to Christian McCaffrey. So I don't think Allen has that much leverage in this situation. Really? I think think he has all the leverage. If they they continue to win games, I think he's got all the leverage. They say, Kyle Allen, we're not going to go pay you because we got our other guy from... Our other stud, our MVP guy, oh, no, who? Cam Newton. They, but they don't, they're not gonna cut, they're not gonna keep him. Like that's the end. They're of, not gonna, That's the. That's you think the that's the end, end of, of Cam, Cam Newton? Newton. Cam Newton has already played his last down as a Carolina Panther, Ooh. and he knows that. He knows that. You think so? Yes. What would the haul be like for Cam Newton? What do you trade for Cam Newton? A bag of chips. No, seriously. What do you? What do the Chicago Bears trade for Cam Newton? Is Nothing. It a first? Why Is would it they? A second? Why, why would, they would you tra- ever trade for why, Cam? First off, I know what John said before. Go with Cam Newton. But you know what? A lot a buzz of a name I'm getting, and I think the way the Bears been playing is they could they'll they'll trade up and get him. They traded up for Trubisky, right? Jalen Hearns from from Alabama. I've been hearing yeah. a lot of speculation. He fits kind of what Mitchell Trubisky is, but a little bit better. That's what people are saying. He fits what Matt Nagy wants to do: a mobile quarterback, runs to the right, runs runs to the left, likes to throw on the run, short passes, can run the ball. I would see them investing more in that in him than they would in, in Cam Newton. Right? Mm. There will be a team who finds stock in Cam Newton. I guarantee you, there will be a team that will trade for Cam Newton. As far as the return. 
I mean, he's not not a number one over. He's not a first round value anymore, right? Like, absolutely not. No. He's not even. He's not even I, a fourth I, round I, value. I, I think, Why would any no, team? No, no. I think you got to give up at least a third and a fifth, maybe for Cam Newton. Well, I wouldn't even do that. I I wouldn't even give up more than a fifth more than a fifth round. You want to talk about the you want to talk about the Broncos? If the Broncos got a fourth round pick for Joe Flacco, you want to talk about the Broncos doing something stupid and spend ten million dollars on Kyle Allen? I could see them spending more on a second or a third or a fourth or a fifth round draft pick, giving a couple draft picks to get Cam Newton before they spend ten million dollars on Kyle Allen. I mean, they still have Drew Locke. They drafted him sure uh, in last year's draft. But here's the the thing about Kyle Allen: it's it's yes, he's a free agent, but. What's the market for a quarterback next year, right? Think about the it. Teams are always who needs a quarterback? a quarterback right off the bat. Who needs a quarterback? Thinking about next year, the Dolphins, Bron- Bengals. The Dolphins don't need a quarterback because they're going to 100. They're they're drafting a quarterback. Well, that's, next well year. you just asked which team needs a quarterback. Right, but I mean, realistically, a team that actually needs a quarterback that's not set up to draft the quarterback, right? Tennessee, the Panthers, the Panthers, the right. Bucks, the maybe. Panthers, the Bucks. Depending on what Jameis does, probably the Bucks. The Cowboys. But I think, but the thing about the, I think about the thing. <laughs> well, about we the, never know. Dak the, might leave. The thing about the Bucks what? is, I, I, no. I agree with the Bucks, but I think with the with Bruce Arians, he would tie a rookie to his hip to develop a rookie. That would be. Uh, just, yeah, he probably would rather. He that loves Jameis stuff. Th- he reason. does, and the, the thing is, is I think Drew and I are, are honestly right. Kyle Allen doesn't have any leverage in this. He does, he's like, we're going through the, the, the teams for think, Cam Newton. I, I it's think, even I, less for Kyle Allen. I, 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 think, I think Kyle years. Allen has all the leverage. No, he's going to get paid this year. Dude, Teddy Bridgewater, he's a he's a free agent. He's going to get. Twenty-five million, exactly. Because a guy like him is going to get twenty-five million. Yeah, if a guy like him is twenty-five million for controlling a team like this, how good the Saints are. But let's think back. How about Kyle Allen, who's winning games for a not so great Panthers team. Uh, but see, but Bridgewater let's, let's, wins with without Kamara, and he he he, they, he does pretty well with with a hurt Saints team. He's got a Hall of Fame coach and let's, Sean Payton. Let's not let's not also forget that before Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, he was taking the Vikings places, right? Like, yeah, he actually not really. He what scored, do you mean? He not had really. fourteen touchdowns one year. He was, that was his good year. He had fourteen touchdowns. Mm. Whoop de do, and somehow he made the Pro Bowl. I mean, as an alternate, but he threw fourteen yeah, I, touchdowns. I, I, I think how's that good? I, I think that Teddy Bridgewater deserves to get twenty to twenty five million dollars. I don't know. Kyle Allen does not deserve or no. more will get ten million dollars. And you're right, a team is gonna sign Teddy Bridgewater for twenty five million dollars for three years but we don't know over what? Kyle Allen, right? Like that that would be the case. Kyle Allen's best fit is, is Carolina. Is, is Carolina because they they about the Chargers. They they may need a quarterback. Phil Burrs might retire. But that's the thing. They're gonna, gonna deal with this these, BS. These, that's going these down are guys there. who are gonna Dry, that, I can see uh, Chargers think about it, right? New stadium next year, the whole rebranding. They're going to take a quarterback. They're going to draft a quarterback, right? They're going to make their quarterback their franchise. You got to think about that. When a team big making a big move to a new stadium, right? You got Jared Goff and Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald on one side with their but bright they, faces. They want to put if they're going to get a quarterback, they want to put. Are they going to have a high enough pick? Because we don't know. This is what the Bears and the Eagles did when they were trying to draft a quarterback. They had a bridge guy. That is what Kyle Allen's going to be. He's going to be the Mike Glennon. He's going to be the Sam Bradford for a team that drafts a quarterback. But the and thing he's going to get paid for that. The thing is, if the he's going to be Chase Daniel. The thing is, if it's, personally, my opinion is, it's either. Phillip Rivers for the Chargers next year, or they're drafting a quarterback. That's how I see it, right? Mm. Phillip Rivers. Wait, who's this? Which the, team is the this? Chargers? The it's Chargers either, it's are going to Phillip Rivers. Okay, yeah, well, or, yeah. Or, or or draft. And the way things are going after they switch the offensive coordinator, uh, Rivers, you know, might be found in second life. We'll see how the season progresses, though. But I just, man, to think Kyle Allen, someone's going to give him ten million dollars. I, I don't see it. The best situation for him is. Take a not a hometown discount, but Carolina will probably give you more money than any other team will because they said, okay, 
The I fans love so. you. We value you. We see what you did for us. He'll get the most money out of Carolina. Anywhere else he goes, he's probably a backup. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But, like, this once again, we started off this discussion talking about Cam. What have we figured out throughout this entire discussion? The amount of opportunities for Cam Newton to play football run again have basically run out. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean that he won't be here forever, but the guy has progressively decreased from an MVP candidate into a very dec- a very low asset. Honestly, a, a high injury risk, he, bad passer. Even when he is healthy, though, Drew, he's not that good. He's not a good passer. He's, he's not, not even. That good. He's not. He's. He's more. There like, are backup quarterbacks in the league right now. Josh McCown is better than Cam Newton. No. 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 Now you're getting. Crazy. Well, I would honestly take Nate Sudfeld. Oh my god. Cam oh Newton was god. not good even when he was healthy oh last year. God. The last nine games of the Jesus. year went zero and nine. What? You're just talking out of your ass now. No, I'm not. Your potential is still stuck in your mind. Are you talking about Cam Newton from last year where he had a shoulder injury where he couldn't throw the football? (laughs) So when was the last time we saw Cam healthy? 2015? Not 2015. No. Okay, when was the last time? 17. All right, so I'm going to look up his 2017 stats. And I bet they're better than Josh McCown's. Okay, that's fine. I'm saying Cam Newton's not going to be the same player as when he was healthy. If he if he's not getting healthy, no, we now, agree with that. But that's not what you're saying. You're trying to say, oh, in his career overall, at Cam Newton as his best when Cam Newton was at his best. You're you're saying you're still going to take nut. No, I didn't say at his best. You're right. I, I, I didn't say at his but best. I, what were you trying to I get? I said at when then? he was last healthy. When he was I last healthy, I when would he was not, last healthy, I would I still take him I, over I, McCown. And I stuff, had him in no, fantasy the last so. time he was healthy. He had good numbers two years ago. Uh, 20, uh, 2019. I, I don't understand. That's just a. It was I just, 2017. I, just, I think he's one of yeah. I think he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks we've ever seen. I just think it's a kind of an ignorant take. Sure, I get it. He's been his hype's been overrated, but to that say you would take a third string quarterback, yeah, he's, who a bad, he's a bad quarterback. Who doesn't now. even see the field ever? Nate Sudfeld. You watched five Newton? plays of Josh McCown and like right. fell in love with him. That doesn't no, make no, him just, better no, than it, Cam it's Newton not, in 2017. Cam Newton. He, Josh McCown's no. probably a better leader than Josh. Uh, Josh McCown's probably a better. Leader than Cam Newton, but to say at his like you would take no like Cam Newton had a pretty good 2017 season. the The Panthers made the playoffs because of Cam Newton's play in 2017. Mm-hmm. Why can't I find his stats for 2017? Because they're too good, and you don't want to find them. Oh yeah, they're, they're too. Oh all right, if they're too good, then you find them. Drew. I will. I'll find if they're them right so freaking good, they're not that good. Cam Newton 2017, right? Stats: so, 3,302 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 16 picks. Is that good? That's an 80.7 That's way rating. better than Nate Sudfeld's ever he done in his even, career. He did even better 2018. Well, in 2018, even, all right. So 2018, 3,000. 3, okay, 24 and 13. But see, this is – all right, so this is not the camp standards, though. We're talking about him as, like, a superstar. That's not superstar stuff. Like, what's, his, not, first, what's his 2015 year? His right 2015 – 35 and 10. 10. That's a great year, That's obviously. a great year, but that doesn't obviously. make, that doesn't make like, 24 and 13. But everybody thinks that he's going to be back to that. He hasn't nobody since thinks that. that. He's nobody, regressed every single freaking year. Nobody, And John. nobody wants nobody to, thinks Nobody that, ever wants to say he's done. Until this week, which is everybody ridiculous. said that nobody has said Cam Newton is going to be an MVP candidate in the fall and whenever he comes becomes healthy. Nobody yeah. thinks Cam is going to be the same Cam from 2015. What we do think is that 24 picks and 13 interceptions and over 3,000 yards mm. is better than any McCown season ever. Really? Ever? ever? I don't. I don't ever. know about ever. I don't know about ever. ever. He had a really good year. Uh, yeah, like, with the Jets. Yeah, he had his career year at the age of 38 with the Jets, and okay. I bet he still didn't have a better rate than Cam Newton. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Josh McCown is one of the better journeymen in the league, along with Fitzpatrick. But you can't belligerently say, oh, I'd take Josh McCown and Nate... No, I wouldn't. If Cam Newton was your... Cam Newton, I I don't know who I would start Cam or, or Carson Wentz at this point. I mean, if they're playing, Carson Wentz, if they're, if they, if, you are such a hater. If he was healthy, if he was healthy at, at least he could, at least he could move. Oh, I mean, to be, move? To be what fair, what are you just talking about? This to, earlier to more, to, earlier to this morning. To be fair, though, John, you are trying earlier to say this morning, right? You're trying to say a third string quarterback who has never. seen I'd rather have a third string quarterback than Cam right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, why not? I, I don't. I, uh, you wouldn't. Rest in rest in peace. No, I would take Cam Newton right now, who's played in a Super Bowl, who's played in MVP potential, no, despite he may never not. might never reach that level. I will take a risk and get Cam Newton as my backup so, quarterback right. before I take Nate Sutherland. Just as far as we're clear, just as far as we're clear, heading into 2020, who would you rather have, Cam Newton or? Nate Sutton. Cam Newton! This Cam Newton! No. Question. No. Oh my no. goodness! Oh my god! Oh my no. goodness! No. John, no. if people no. really thought that, no. we would be talking about Nate Sudfeld nope. to the nope. Bears. Nope, nope, nope. Nate Sudfeld, Nate Sudfeld over, Cam, over Newton. Cam Newton. Yep, because I have no faith that Cam is focused on football. I have no faith that he's going to be putting the work to get healthy. Nate Sudfeld got hurt in a preseason I, I, game as a third string. So how's that make him feel bad? How's that make him bad? He can't even probably stay on the field. I can't believe you're literally Dude, saying I would rather right have now, Nate you'll Sudfeld. take a third string quarterback yeah. who's held drug straps his whole career uh-huh. and never even touched on the NFL ground. Yeah, no, he's been on the field. He's been on the field. For like two snaps. I got hurt no, in preseason compared to an MVP no. quarterback. I get it. I agree with you, John. 100% no. agree with you. That Cam Newton is not the player that he out. was. He's dry. I 100 percent agree. I 100 agree with you He's that he out. was overrated. I do give you that. He had a lot of buzz coming in. He had that one really great season and a couple of okay seasons. I give you that. He's been overrated in his career. But I cannot go as far, no. and I don't think I can find anybody besides you. You are no. an absolute lunatic <laughs> to say that you'll take a third string Nate Sutfeld over Cam no. Newton. I'm- you are a psychopath. Here, if I hope you never uh, apply uh, for a okay. job as a GM, that will, is completely fine. Because, put me as you a reference. What? Listen, put me as a reference. That is completely fine. I have no faith in Cam Newton being healthy, and for you guys to say, "Oh, that's fine," I think he can be healthy. That that bothers Nate my Sunfield mind. Nate Sudfeld isn't healthy. Nate Sudfeld isn't healthy. healthy. He's active for games. He Listen. is. Yeah, is he's that active. why I see McCown next to Peterson? I don't see Sudfeld next to Peterson. Peterson, Peterson and McCown talk to Wentz, no, but not Drew's Sudfeld. Not a so, what? Quarterback. so what? Josh McCown wants to be a coach. Nate Sudfeld is not trying to be a coach He's not yet. focused on football. What are you talking about? How's he not focused? How are you going to say he's not focused on football? How are you going to say that Cam's not focused no, on football? You can tell he's not. No, Drew, you can't. If he he's was hurt. focused on football, he would try to stay healthy. He's, he does he's not. Hurt. You can't try to stay healthy. Cam is not going out and he's hurting his shoulder. He's not putting in the work to stay healthy. Oh, is he not? Oh, oh, you have all the clothes. All the clothes that he wears after and before the games, he's clearly not focused. What are you Focus off the field. Yo, Chris, he just said that because of Cam's clothes, he's you not. You can no. tell he's distracted. Because no. he likes to wear certain clothes, John. You're getting no, because he's more, No, because he's more, he's more interested. He's more interested in wearing that stuff. What about Carson Wentz always say, saying, 
God and happy things. Does he, does he care about God and Christ more than football? I so bet he does. Not, I no, bet he not, does. Not, no, that's not a question. No, what's the difference? That's not a question. What's so the why, difference? How come Cam has been regressed all these years? Because he's been hurt year in and year out. He has out. a shoulder injury. He has he a shoulder injury. His shoulder was hanging off by his limbs last year. That's why he couldn't throw the ball. But All right, so even when he is healthy, he has not performed well. Right. How long was he not healthy for? Three to two years. Two years. So that he's, just tells you he can't play anymore. Shoulder, that means he's not good a anymore. Shoulder injury is not. He's a, not. His body not can't take weeks. it anymore. He and despite him being unhealthy, and because his body can't take it anymore, season. I'm going to take Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld. Let's be real. Cam Newton had better stats in his first two games this season. Nate Sudfeld's ever had in his career. That's a, that's a complete lie. He had more but, snaps. He had he had more. Well, what's Nate? What's Nate Sudfeld's career? Nothing. Nothing. He's he ever a career passing touchdown. Yes, no. he has. In in, in a, a regular season game. In a regular season game. In a regular season game. Yes. I'll show you. I want to know. Wait, was that the was that the game last year? Watch this. You'll see. All right, guys. So after watching. Highlights of Nate Sudfeld, Chris. <laughs> he has played in the regular season game. But it didn't matter, okay? Oh, it, it didn't matter. matter. It, it was the Eagles clinch. Okay, whatever. whatever. But he also but, played last year against but, the Redskins okay, and threw a touchdown great. pass to Wendell Smallwood. That is all we have for Philly versus the world. Next week, it's going to be me and Drew because That's John, fine. John, that is fine. You guys, John is getting, fine. John's getting tricked into a mental that asylum. That is fine. You guys, you guys Once everybody continue. hears that he wants Nate Sudfeld over Cam Newton. <laughs> Listen, that's fine. John will be in a mental asylum. Maybe oh, he'll yeah. call in like Joe Maniello called in this week. Maybe he'll call in from the mental asylum. I don't know. I haven't been in a mental asylum in a couple of years, so I don't know uh, if you left nice. your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why they even let you out. I, they didn't. I escaped. Okay. <laughs>